Well, it is Monday, and uh, yes, Theology is. Nuts are back, and uh, Here we are. we're really nailing it now, two days in a row after six weeks off. Boom, you guys are welcome. That's right, that's right. So, um, so, 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 we, ta- <laughs> so we talked about <laughs> Lent yesterday, and uh, the importance of Lent, and a little bit of what we do during that period, and what um, the heart behind it was, uh, a little bit about church tradition. So um, today we're really going to zone in on the role of abstaining in faith, uh, because really that's what you do during Lent, right? You abstain from something, you're fasting from something. Um, and we're going to get into some more of the the how-tos of fasting tomorrow. Um, but today we're just going to look at the role of abstaining in faith, because I think it's been a crucial piece of faith since the very start. Um even as far back into our Jewish history, you think of like Levitical law was a lot of don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Um, and and I think that especially living in the culture that we live in and in the country we live in even, uh, where we can get anything we want shipped to us in two days, um, the idea that we should want to abstain from something that is perfectly fine for us by our standard um, is difficult, which I think... If and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I think this current uh, stay home order has proven just how hard it is for us to abstain. <laughs> um, I've yes. <laughs> I have personally experienced that when I go to order something from Amazon and it says it won't ship till April 19th, and I'm like, what in the world? So it's a little jarring. Yeah. So I, think, I don't know. I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last in the last. Uh, you know, podcast or not, but if, uh, if, if you are one, if you've never experienced Lent and you're wondering what Lent is like, um, just think about like, what has, what has, uh, quarantine felt like for you? And it's pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> and, right. As long as, as long as you take the opportunity to grow spiritually and not just be miserable at home watching Netflix. Well, yes. And that's a, <laughs> really assuming the people listening to us are also staying home like they're supposed to. Which, yes. based on Stay what I've seen, is a big assumption. Stay home as much as you can, like you're supposed to. <laughs> yes. Um, don't, don't go out. Because, because, as we're talking about today, abstaining is an important part of faith. Um, and uh, so we see it in the Old Testament, but I think we also see it in the New Testament. I think of um, like the Jerusalem Council when they were deciding what it was these Gentiles should obey. And all the things they told them were to abstain, right? It was like abstain from the food given to idols, abstain from sexual immorality, you know, and so it was a lot of abstaining and keeping yourself away from things. Um, But I think that when we talk about abstaining, I think too often we focus on the, well, I have to give this up, and God's making me do it. (laughs) Well, right, because if if, if you look at it from a certain point of view, it's like, well, God is really mean, isn't he? Like, he must be what some people think he is, where he's just like, angry and vindictive and grumpy and just doesn't want me to have any fun. And and that's not accurate, right? And even even in abstaining that's not accurate because you mentioned Levitical law. Most of the most of the Levitical laws were laid out, you know, we can kind of point to specific things and be like, yeah, he didn't want to eat pork because pork has a ton of parasites. Right. And they didn't have the technology to kill the parasites. Right? Um so he wanted to keep his people healthy. Uh washing your hands constantly and like like being a clean people also keeps you from getting sick and having parasites. And God knows this, right? Like he, we should all he be on par with that by this time. Yes. Wash your hands. Wash your dang hands <laughs> if you don't wash your hands. <laughs> Let's get out of corn. 
name, please. But anyway, but, but the point is, like, God, I mean, we could even draw a comparison there, right? Everybody else is talking about coronavirus right now. Why, why shouldn't we? The government is saying, hey, stay at home. And they're not saying, saying stay, stay at home because they want you to, to be miserable at home. They're saying, hey, stay at home because they want us all to get back to our lives quicker, right? They want us to be able to enjoy life the way it was meant to be enjoyed. And God is the same way, right? He says, he says hey, pull away from these things that are going to hurt you. Or, or even if they're not going to hurt you, pull away from them for a time for your, for your spirit's sake, for your soul's sake, and, and give me that time instead. Um, I, I, you know, I think that's kind of the heart of Lent, and I think that's kind of the heart of abstaining, is to take that time or to take that, that thing that you want and to relinquish it to God instead and allow him to come in and fill up where that thing used to be, you know? Um, and there's a certain blessedness to that, I think. There is. Yeah. And, and, and that's really, I mean, that's really the point of abstaining. The the point of abstaining from something is not necessarily to give something up so much as you're wanting to get something greater. Um, and, and unfortunately two things cannot fill the same space. And so if right. you've already, if it's the space is already full, you can't get the greater thing because the good thing is already there. Because I think, right. I think a lot of times, like like in Levitical law or even in Scripture in general, the things we abstain from are bad for us anyway, right? Like, like when they told them to abstain from the food given to idols or sexual immorality, those things are bad for us anyway. But right. I think that during Lent, we often the whole point of fasting is to give up something that is good for you, right? Like food is good for yeah. you. You need food to survive. <laughs> and uh, so, so you're giving food up, food. yeah. So you're giving up something that's good and necessary in order to fill that space with something even better, uh, which in, in the case of fasting, especially is you're depriving the body so that spiritually you grow stronger. You're, you're devoting that time to God. Right. I think, as you were saying that, I was reminded of, uh, I think it's a fable. I'm not really sure where it came from. I, it, I, if I remember correctly, the way that the fable goes is uh, there was a kung fu master, right? And a student showed up, and he was like, Master, master, I want to learn from you. I already know this, and I know that, and I know this, and I know that, and all these things, right? And the master said, said, all right, here, hold this cup, right? And he held the cup, and he started pouring water in, and he poured, and he poured, and he poured, until the cup was overflowing. Right, and the student was like, "Hey, hey, stop, stop, stop! My cup is already full." And the master was like, "Exactly," and that was that. Right, <laughs> and so it's like it's like you can't you can't expect to have your your life filled up with with new good spiritual things if you're just constantly filling it with other things. You know, right. um, you might you might be full of good stuff, like you might know a lot of things or have a lot of good things, um, but abstaining and like taking the time to remove some of the things from your life gives opportunity and give space for God to be able to do his work in you. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know if that has any value, that that story has any value or not, but there it is. <laughs> I, I think that story fits perfectly because that's really the whole reason in abstaining. Like, in, in relation to that story, abstaining is like taking the cup and dumping it out on the ground and starting over, you know? And, right, yeah, and, exactly. And most of us don't like that because we want to be able to build on what's already there and just add to it. 
and and that's not always how right. it works. Um, right. You know, I, right, right. You know, like, and I like to play disc golf, and uh, one of the things that's interesting about disc golf is once you get into the flow of a certain way to throw, if you're it, to learn to go to the next level, oftentimes you have to go back and start from scratch. You can't just build yep. on what's already there. You know, like, right. And right, right. And that's really what we're doing here with abstaining is. We're getting rid of what we already know so that we can refill it with, with what's right and, and build in the right way. Right. That doesn't even necessarily mean that, like, well, you're going down the wrong path. So you need to abstain from all the bad stuff you're doing. So that you can, it's like, that's not really the point, right? But the, 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 the point is, like, to just make space, to make to make room for God to be able to do what God does best, which is change your life, right? Right. Um, and I'm even, I'm reminded even of, like, because I just recorded this one for the, for the Kid Connect kids yesterday, um, but I'm reminded of the story of Jesus and the children, and he says, hey, if anybody wants to enter the kingdom of heaven, he has to be like this kid, right? And, we, <laughs> sorry, kids, but if we know anything about kids, we know that, like, they don't know a whole lot, uh, and they're kind of, they're kind of like these little blank slates that are slowly getting filled up with, like, the people that they're going to be. And so I kind of wonder if that's, if that's part of what he meant in those, in that passage or in those mm. passages, you know, where, where it's like, Hey, you have to come to me empty handed. Like you need to come to me empty handed and let me give you what you need. Right. Um, but like come, come to me with an empty cup and let me fill it up for you rather than coming and being like, Hey, I already know this. I already have this. I already have this. Um, and, and being intentional about removing those things that we do already have, even if they're good, because that's possible. Right. But removing those things and and uh, allowing God to do what He does, you know, right? Yeah, so. yeah, and I I think that is that is a crucial piece of fasting is to come empty-handed, um, and I think it's also just. I think there's when you fast and you abstain, there's it's almost like there's a constant reminder. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's almost like you've put like a mental sticky note. So like when you're when you're fasting, every time you get hungry, you think of Jesus. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And you do too. <laughs> it's just the way that it works out. Like that's actually how it works. You know, you you uh, you get hungry, you get that little hunger pain, and it's like, oh, right, I'm doing this for Jesus. <laughs> and and in that moment, ideally, you also kind of like pop the prayer or think the spiritual thought, you know, and and right. continue on with your with your day. Um, but yeah, no, I mean that is that is kind of what that is, you know. So and this again. As far as like church history goes, there's a long and storied history of, of like abstaining from things. You mentioned the Biblical law, you mentioned the Jerusalem Council, but also just like our very, very biggest brothers and sisters, you know, they, um, they pulled their pot, gave it to, to, to other people, uh, gave the money to other people. They um, they gave up a lot of their own needs so that other people could get what they needed. Uh, one of my favorite, I think one of my favorite stories of faith, like one of my favorite ideas, concepts of stories of faith is like the fact that Rome would just kind of abandon entire towns to like plague or sickness or whatever, right? And so Christians would in. <laughs> like they moved in and they would tend the sick and they would feed people and they would take care of everybody's needs. And so whole towns would come to know Jesus because because of that. Right. You know? So this is that's such a cool thing. And like what I mean, what kind of abstaining is that, you know? Like, to give up literally everything, to give up even your own security, to go in so that people might know know, know Jesus Christ. Like, that's, that's incredible, you know? And then today, we kind of get caught up in, like, this idea that, that we need so many different things. 
or that we have to have this or that, that this is an essential, you know? And, uh, and I think that makes abstaining hard. I think that makes it difficult for us in our modern context, sure. um, for certain. So I don't know. It does. So. It does. We, we need for so we need for so little, you know? Um, yeah. And, uh, and I'm reminded of like my friends in Africa cause fasting is like one of their primary spiritual disciplines there. And, um, like, like their, their pastor will call for like a week long fast and they're like, all right, let's do it. And everybody just does it. Like, yeah. I mean, which Maybe you want to try to call for a week long fast at some point here? See how that goes? <laughs> That's right. Let me, let me, I mean, <laughs> uh, let me pre-pack my bags. Um, well, I mean, you are, since you're, you know, you're moving later this summer anyway, I think. So like, That's right. What's the not, worst that can happen? Why right? not? Just yeah, just do it the week before you move. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's my last week. Nobody's gets to eat. Hey guys, fasting. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this thing. Uh, but yeah, so so for them, fasting is like the thing, you know. Like, and uh, yeah. so I've picked up a habit of fasting just from being in Africa, um, and and I've seen such great. There's always such great spiritual breakthrough in those moments. But again, it's all in. Like it's all in what role you give it in that instance, you know, like I think if you're, if you're fasting during Lent, just because your church is fasting, so you're like, all right, fine, I'll give up Facebook. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's different than what literally we're calling for when abstaining. Right. More of an intentional, like, like this is for my own spiritual good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and and, and the Africans even word it that way. They they say that you're placing your spirit over your body, um, <clears throat> spiritual needs over bodily needs, and uh, and because of that, you, that your spirit grows strong. And and I think that there is something to that. I think I think that's kind of an incomplete picture, but I think that's a good starting place. Sure, sure, sure. No, I do think that it's important to to remember and like remember, remember, remember. Uh, the fasting is for your spirit, right? Right. Because fasting has also become popular as like a dietary thing more recently. It has, um, yeah, intermittent fasting. Which I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not going to dig into that too deeply. But fasting, at least in this context, right, it's not for your body. Like it is not for your body. It's not for the good of your of your physical self. It is definitely for the good of your spiritual self. Um, so don't use fasting as a dietary. At least in this context, don't use fasting as a dietary measure. Um, just, yeah. just let it let it be. Let, let fasting or abstaining from whatever it is you choose. Uh, let that be a, a thing of the spirit and not a thing of, of your physical self. Because um, that's important. Right? We neglect our spiritual self so often. I think, um, and we we miss out because of it. We do. Yeah, yeah. And and on the on the, along the same lines, if just in case any of my African friends are listening not going like going three days without food is not a three day fast. Um, you know, I, I remember my first year in Africa teaching on fasting and they laughed at me when I taught about doing a three day fast. Um, and the one guy raised his hand and he said, well, we go three days without food all the time. And, uh, and I said, so I had to explain this difference between going without food and fasting. Cause there, because like you said, it's not just in what you're giving up, which is what I think right. we're trying to get across in this podcast is that it's not just about what you're giving up. It's what you're giving up so that you can get something else. Like, what are you right. filling that void with now that that's gone? Right. There's an intentionality to it. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, I think that's the important part of it. There's a spiritual intentionality to abstaining, uh, when it comes to faith anyway. Right. Right. Um, if you're just abstaining because everybody else is doing it, or you're abstaining because you have to, like in the case of your, of your African friends or, 
uh, if you're abstaining because you want to lose weight or whatever, like that's not, that's not the same thing. Um, when, what we're talking about has a certain intentionality to it. Um, and there's a spiritual to it that, that is unique to itself. Right. Um, so absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so abstaining is an important part of our faith just as much if not equal, I mean, it's kind of the flip side of the coin. You abstain from some things so that you can gain and, and go after other things, um, and they work together in tandem. And so, um, so we say that today to encourage you, if you have been fasting, make sure that you're filling that time, whether it's, if you're fasting from food, whenever you feel hungry, go to, go to God, whether it's in prayer or in scripture, and we'll get into some of those logistics tomorrow, but make sure you're filling that space where that would normally be filled with food or eating time. Make sure you're filling it with Jesus. Cause that's the whole point of doing this. Absolutely. 100% agree. <laughs> so, uh, so that's kind of an overview. Our thoughts on abstaining from, uh, anything really, whether it's food or, uh, sexual immorality or whatever it is that, the, uh, we're abstaining from. We abstain so that we can get closer to Jesus. Um, closer to who we should be and uh, and to be filled up with his spirit. That's, that's the ticket. <laughs> yep. Uh, so make sure that's your focus this week if you're participating in anything uh, fasting-wise or abstaining. So uh, we'll go over in our next one, uh, we're going to go over uh, the, kind of the how-tos for fasting and the purpose behind it, uh, which we've kind of covered in this, uh, the purpose piece. But, a little bit. So we're going to go a little more nuts and bolts on fasting and uh, some tips and tricks and things like that. So uh, we'll see all of you guys tomorrow. Talk to you later.